This episode of Speakers of Heidelin is made possible by our generous patrons. Special thanks to our supreme and master speakers, Omeji Cat Comet, Erisu Yamakawa, Circa Barakil, Remy Asalia, Arcadia Lunashine, Alex Franco AV, Casey Schaefer, Azuta Starbreeze, Cletus Oreo, Nina Grimstotter, Nat Clay, Lily Black, AJ Brainswordson, Bob CC, Mikto Rabentau, Faris Gentoru, Sapa Chakwatol, Umbral Wind, Quick Levin, Winebow Brood, Pamela Isley, Camille Grinnell, Faison Masher, Elenriel Maximus, Codred No, Mira Miri, Bay Barbele, Sooner Chicano, Celesto Noitrell, Lazy Boy, A Bag of Dragon Knight, Luke Osborne, Pandalus Stormarrow, and Tex. Support the show and become a patron today at patreon.com slash speakersxiv. Thank you. This is Speakers of Good evening, Aerosians. Welcome to Speakers of Heidelin, episode 247. I'm Lukiel Bravestone, and I'm joined today by Rollo Des and Georgi Wiston. Hello. 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 Uh, it is May 23rd, uh, 2021, and we are a mere days away from patch 5.55. So our main topic this week is a great discussion. Uh, where is the story going? So there will be a little theory crafting today, uh, mostly based on... It's not going to be that much the theory crafting because we have a trailer. We have two trailers, in fact. We have the CGI trailer for Endwalker and we have the patch trailer. So there's we have a lot to go off of now, but still. Uh, also, the 5.5 website has been updated and there are some new pictures in there that's uh quite intriguing uh and believe it or not we will be reading mogmail this week oh, it's been so long we did it we did it everyone mm -hmm. uh stay tuned for the post show we'll be answering questions from the syndicate um and that is coming up of course after the show Channel updates. All right. So the, the fucking... Okay, Core. <laughs> Core is coming on Monday, May 31st. And that is the third episode. I was going to release both this month. But this month was not like any other month. So there has just not yes. been time. I am sorry. But May, uh, May 31st uh, is the next episode of Core for Patrons. Uh, so that's that. On Tuesday... This is channel updates. I don't know if I even announced that, but this is channel updates, if you were wondering. Mm -hmm. uh, on Tuesday, 1.0 stream, tentative. I it'll dip, I might have to not do that to finish core. It I'll let you know in the in the um, Patreon channel, but uh, I'll I'll probably do it. But for now, it's tentative. Uh, and on Thursday is movie night, so. Uh, You'll be able to uh, submit your suggestions for what movie we'll be watching. Possibly tomorrow. Oh. or uh, Oh, there's Pat's Day, though, soon, too. Yeah, chat is bring. Yeah. So, <laughs> there's some conflicts there, I think. Chat. 
I have not even considered patch day on Tuesday. Obviously, that's <laughs> it. Doesn't happening. feel real again because the 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 okay shit. Um, hmm, that's not hey. good. <laughs> <laughs> you want to just figure this one out later? Uh, update. Yeah. Well, I'll obviously. Oh fuck. Uh, okay. So I Tuesday, mean, uh, you'll probably. You'll probably stream the patch. Yes. Won't you? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, I mean, MSQ is going to be short, so you're not going to do that much time doing it. That's true. And that's unless, true. unless you're going to go into Bosja. And that's relatively early in the day anyway, so it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. So it's fine. Uh, more information about the uh, 1.0 stream, if it's happening or, or not, in the Patreon chat at some point. Okay. All right. Movie night on Thursday. Uh, all right, um, that is it for uh, uh, channel updates. Let's jump into recent events. We'll start off with uh, some uh, collector's edition news. If you are one of the few uh, that got a hold of the physical collector's edition before they sold out, um, you might have been... A little worried that you didn't mm. get any confirmation uh, in your email on your email. Uh, that's that was the case for most people. Uh, the emails were sent out a couple of days ago, so make sure you check your your spam inbox if you if you haven't. Uh, it is um, a small message from Square Enix. It's a very generic one. It has no details about your actual purchase. It's just a generic email, uh, and it reads as follows. Thank you for, pre for your pre-order from the Square Enix store. Since the launch and subsequent sellout of the Final Fantasy XIV and Walker Collector's Edition on 15th of May, some customers have reported that they did not receive or could not find their confirmation email. We apologize for any inconvenience this may have caused and would like to take this opportunity to reassure you that your pre-order is fully confirmed. If you pre-ordered from the Square Enix store whilst logged in, you can verify the status of your order at uh, any time by logging into your Square Enix store account and check your orders on your profile in the top right-hand corner. Uh, and then, you know, you know how it works. So it, if it's on your account, you're good. It's done. Mm -hmm. That's You've done it. You've won. Yeah. Um, that's it. Um, I, uh, I, I was never worried because it showed up in my account immediately. Mm -hmm. oh, well, not immediately. <laughs> like half an hour later. But yeah. There so, you go. It's not... That's not the case for everyone. Some of the people that were there at at the release date ended up not getting oh, yeah. any confirmations and got waitlisted or even told they just did not get the product. Yeah, this was handled very poorly but on Square Enix's part. It's we're six months away, so they'll restart. Maybe there'll be soon. some more. Yeah. yeah, there will definitely be more. Um, so uh, there you go. That's that. Uh, over the past few days, I don't remember what day it happened on, but uh, Berserk creator Kentaro Miura died. Um, do you remember the day? It was very recent. It was a Thursday? It was announced then, but he actually, I believe he actually passed away like two or so weeks before the announcement. Really? Um, oh, okay. I see. May 6th. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, uh, I'll read an article here. There was a big, there's a lot of gatherings, vigils on many servers mm. after, um, this. Um, and I think, is this from, I want to say PC Gamer, let me see. 
Um, there's an in, there's a piece written by yep PC gamer. Um, about what happened on our servers, uh, the manga the manga author died earlier this month at the age of 54. Hundreds of Final Fantasy XIV players have been paying tribute to Kentaro Miura, the creator of manga uh, Berserk, who died at the age of 54. Images and videos began cropping up on Twitter and Reddit over the last few hours, which show hundreds of characters lined up around one of the starting cities, Ulda, with others also gathering in Limsa Laminsa. Players have all switched to the Dark Knight class, which draws heavy influence from Berserk, with many characters posing with their swords in the ground. Players from servers like Balmung, Cactuar, Leviathan, and Midgard Zormer have participated, with players from many other servers reporting that people are trickling in to honor Miura. Uh, a video from Twitter, uh, Twitter user, local uh, Hjurzen, shows so many people lined up on the Balmung server that the game cannot load everybody in at once, while another on Reddit said the line stretches from one side of Ulda to the other. I went to check the other parts and it could it wouldn't let me back uh, back to the main part for a few moments because of how congested it is. Ulda being congested. That's a real 1.0 memory for me. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's a striking tribute to Miura and has been a way for the community to band together to mourn and celebrate his life and work. Redditors reported Leviathan players handing out pretzels and campfires to those standing in line, while others have spoken about finding comfort in gathering with other players. Kent uh, Kentaro Miura passed away on May 6th from acute uh, aortic dissec dissection. The editorial department for Young Animal Magazine announced his passing on the official Berserk Twitter account earlier today, with a machine translation of the tweet saying, We would like to express our, most, our utmost respect and... Oh, it's been cut off there. Grr. I'm sure. I'm sure there's more, <laughs> but the rest is missing from from our document here. Mm. Um, it's a it's a real shame though. The influence in fourteen from Berserk runs mm -hmm. deep. Yes. <laughs> it is. Well, you can say I have a lot of things though, but mm -hmm. it's a lot I of. Feel, yeah, I feel a very large amount of sympathy for people that are both very big fans of this manga creator, as well as having to deal with the fact that. You may never get the end of the Berserk story. Mm. Yeah, True. I mean, I people have made jokes, lots of jokes, before he passed, obviously. But um, he was very busy playing Idolmaster because it was a game he <laughs> enjoyed a lot of. Uh, it was documented that he liked mm -hmm. to play the Idolmaster games, mm -hmm. and he was too busy playing that <laughs> to finish yeah. Berserk. Uh, but <clears> apparently, <throat> I think he has like an outline already. He he had an outline. Similar to how like okay. George R. R. Martin, R. R. Martin okay. has, in I case see. I guess he ever <laughs> goes. Mm -hmm. uh, go read Berserk though; it's good. Yeah. Uh, though there is lots of uh, sexual violence in that, so just a heads up. Ah, well, mm -hmm. there you go. Uh, Naoki Yoshida also had some stuff to say about this. Uh, this is also by PC Gamer. Um, Final Fantasy XIV's game director reflects on Berserk's influence on both him personally and Final Fantasy XIV's development. Earlier this week, it was announced that Kentaro Miura, the creator of the manga Berserk, had died at the age of 54. It's hard to overstate the influence Berserk had on video games, from Final Fantasy VII's iconic Buster Sword to the monster and world design of the Dark Souls series. But news of Miura's death seemed to particularly affect the Final Fantasy XIV community, who quickly organized enormous gatherings to pay tribute to him. Across multiple servers, thousands of players donned their Dark Knight gear, which heavily resembles Berserk's main character, Guts, and stood vigil in the streets of one of the major cities, Uldah. 
Um, it was a touching and emotional memorial to one of Japan's most influential anime artists and creators. And to those players who participated in honoring Miura's passing, game director Naoki Yoshida has a message. Thank you. Quote, it goes to... Sh it goes to show just how much people have received from Mr. Miura and his artwork, Yoshida told me during an interview yesterday. It was heartwarming to see how much influence he has he had has had on players. I also want to thank players for taking the time to acknowledge that to acknowledge that. Even players in Japan too are very much affected by this and there's a lot of shock among the fan fandom as well. It is a grief that Yoshida said he deeply shares with players. He told me the first he first began reading Berserk decades ago, when it was being published in Young Animal, a monthly magazine in Japan. It's not an exaggeration to say that I kept on buying the latest installment of the manga magazines just to read Berserk, Yoshida said. So I definitely, so definitely a very sad and unfortunate loss. Honestly speaking, and this is not limited to Final Fantasy XIV, but with any game that I have been part of, there are elements where, consciously or subconsciously, I was influenced by Mr. Miura's work, Yoshida continued. The most obvious of those inspirations is Final Fantasy XIV's Dark Knight, which wields a massive sword in combat. We took inspiration from the way that Guts stands in those panels in Berserk, and that was the images I showed to my team to reference when we were thinking about Dark Knights. Even when we were thinking about how to position, uh, and, how to position and the composition in each of the cutscenes, there were a lot of times we referenced Berserk. Yoshida said that referencing Berserk became a, trend, a tried and true method for communicating a mood and style for some Final Fantasy XIV cutscenes. When words failed to convey what Yoshida was envisioning, he'd show the development team specific panels from the manga. Mr. Miura's work was definitely very artistic and wonderful in the way he depicts some of those cool elements. It's unfathomable just how much influence he has had on everybody, Yoshida said, clearly getting emotional. It's such an unfortunate loss. Kentaro Miura passed away... Okay, we, we've already said this. Um, yeah, there we go. Very sad. Um, and, um, yeah. Do you remember the start of Shadowbringers with Kesslein, uh transforming into Shadow oh, yes. or Lightbringer? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, I would not be surprised if that was, like, heavily influenced by some Berserk panels, at least. Oh, yeah. Because um, mm -hmm. that... Yeah, but I'm sure there's other bits. That's the only one I can really think of right now. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, it, it totally makes sense. And maybe they'll put a nice tribute to him and and Walker or something. Possibly. I, mm -hmm. I feel like that might happen. Yeah. Maybe you'll maybe you'll just see guts or gut gutsu in the corner. Yeah. I don't know if it will be that uh, <laughs> explicit, but no. I definitely think we'll say something. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So uh, that's that. Um, uh, now for a complete uh, change in mood, uh, we have some uh, more information, uh, lore information about Mail Vieira from yeah. uh, Woolhead Matsuno himself. Um, so uh, this is... On his Twitter account. Yes, on his Twitter account. Um, got deep Twitter lore now. This is deep Twitter lore, uh, and it turned it into a bit of a Q&A. So um, let's, uh, let's jump into uh, what he had to say. So first of all, for male Vieira, uh, sex is determined at birth, uh, but both female and male look the same, so there is no way to distinguish between them. Uh, so that's just like a real-life rabbit thing, basically. Yeah. Uh, during puberty, the, the changes to the bodies become more apparent, and only then will you be able to clearly tell their sex. Um, 
After coming of age, around 20 years old, aging becomes extremely slow, and they get older while keeping their young appearance. So, that's pretty... Again, that's very... That's Viera lore. I think that's known already, mm. but still. Uh, there you go. It's the same for male Viera. Um... Mm. Some additional information from the replies. Um, there is no way to distinguish between... So this is a question. There is no way to distinguish between them. So that means we can't tell their sex even if they were naked. Um, weird way to... Yeah, weird question. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Matsuno says, yes, exactly. Another question. Do the same setting apply to the Viera from Ivalice, like 12 or Tactics? Or is this a 14 original setting? Uh, Matsuno says, uh, the general setting are the same as 12, but I quit 12 before we had the opportunity to publish these. So if you're asking whether this is an official 12 setting, I'd have to say no. So what, what we can kind of take away from this is that Matsuno was heavily involved with writing the law for male Vieira in 14. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, if we I mean, they're basically his creation, so I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, if we can't tell their sex by their appearance, but young male Viera leave their village for their apprenticeship, does that mean there is another way to tell their sex? Matsuno says, there's a misunderstanding. They will only leave the village once their sex is apparent. You are probably asking this because you read young Viera, but because of their longevity, these young Viera whose sex just became apparent are seen as young children by the other Viera. There you go. Um, uh... What about, uh, someone asks, what about the gen their gender identity? Do they not have that on their mind while growing up? Matsuno says they do not think about it until puberty starts. Um, so are they just accepting it after puberty? It sounds scary to me that once they are old enough, they are suddenly being told, you're male, you have to leave the village now. Uh, Matsuno replies, for us, a big influence while growing up is our environment. As a girl slash boy, this is what you have to do and how you have to behave. In that sense, Viera aren't raised like that. Their approach to, approach to education and racing keeps this in mind. The surrounding environment, environment is different to our present age. Um... Literally in like different culture, I yeah, guess. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, it's not a traumatic experience. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, present age is a weird way of describing it, because he's, he's essentially saying like right now in yeah. our current society yeah. but age makes it sound like he's talking about like physical age yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um are you going to play male viera in 6.0 matsuno says i'm playing a female viera right now but i will swap to male viera in 6.0 last question how old is fram matsuno says i can't tell you that dot 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 so um yeah, that's some um, lore. Uh, it's very basic, but there you yeah. go. It's pretty interesting, though. Like, just being raised as um, age androgynous sort of kind of thing. Uh, I, mm -hmm. I think that's interesting. Yeah. Um, I think it provides a very easy out for explaining Vieira adventurers in the sense that potentially when before puberty happens, they expected to do one thing they got the other one and then they're like i don't want to do this and then they leave their village or forest mm. yeah um possibly um yeah there you go that's uh viera yeah viera lore um now there's been an update to the 5.5 website uh nothing really crazy in terms of features it's just uh, the performance update and the new game plus 
update and stuff. But there's the pictures that are of particular interest. So I thought we'd have a look at that. Um, mm -hmm. So if we look here, so we'll just go down to the bottom of the page where the, where all the pictures are. Yeah. Um, there's this one of hey, the... It's him. Um... Mr. Bosia man. Mr. Bosia I can't remember his name. He has a fucking gun lance. He looks like he's a Monster Hunter character. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, very he colorful. The the thing on his weapon. Do you see that? The like the what is that? Like orange and cyan colored. Do you see that? At the... Oh yes. Oh I yeah. Don't know. I have no idea what it's that is. all over the place. Yeah. Um yeah, this is the Bosia man. Um, cool design. Cool. Mm -hmm. I think this is the first time we've seen his weapon. Yeah, we've, like, we've seen his arm before, but never his yeah. uh, fancy little gun lance. I'm good. Gun lance. Know. Yeah. Uh, so there's some MSQ pictures. Look at that. A pictures of Alfie knows back. Oh no, never mind. The scion standing <laughs> in a circle at the uh, this. Cartonel Flats. What's it called? Cartonel. Yes. This we have seen in the 5.5 trailer. Yeah. Uh, and then there's uh, this. Uh, Who made Alfie cry? Who did this to him? Some anime tear eyes. So. Is this Uldar? No. Is this the. F it's not the is fragrance. This, room. this is Alamigo. Oh, this is Alamigo. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I can tell by the bit. <laughs> By the by, the chairs and the yeah, the, they're <laughs> so comically chairs. large. Um, yeah, he's smile. It's kind of smiling here, so he might just be like happy, maybe. Uh, who knows? He's, I suspect that Arenveld will survive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's that's that for for MSQ photos. Uh, there's also some new pictures so we've seen these in the um, i believe this was shown on the live letter yeah when they revealed zadnor but there's like a red mm -hmm. belias here um belias is a weird design yeah it's got two heads very it's like two people like merged into mm -hmm. one like two mm. creatures yeah uh, uh, it says there's new flavor text too apparently for some of these screenshots oh really Oh, you know what? That's probably true. Let's see. Can I? Where is Sadnor? Uh, did I go? Uh, hmm. Sadnor will be lower. Oh yeah, there it is. Wait, this doesn't have flavor text. On, oh, the, on the left no. side. Oh, is this new? The fourth uh -huh. legion has been forced to retreat north to the barren plateaus. Uh, of Zadnor. No, I think that they're talking about. I think they're trying to tell you about the new MSQ text. Oh, for for de death. Oh, right there. With a close friend grievously grievously wounded and deadly primals at large, the Scions face a bitter struggle. Newfound alliances with Tiamat and the Amalja provide a glimmer of hope, but with a world at stake, will this be enough? There you go. That's the uh, flavor text. Uh, yeah. So Red Belias. Uh, just a fate thing, I guess, in mm -hmm. Zadnor. Mm -hmm. And then there's this thing that we also looked at earlier. Uh, this mm -hmm. is so cool. Yeah, 
big just, uh, robot. Just, this isn't a reused like actual model, is it? I mean, I'm sure it's a reused rig or whatever. But, oh yeah, it definitely is. But... Um, yeah, I don't think we've seen this model before. <laughs> no. Um, but we get a good view of the new gear. Oh mm -hmm. look, God, Pinello's outfit is horrid. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, I mean, I could. So we have Lars's outfit, Bosch's outfit, mm -hmm. and Pinello's outfit. Mm -hmm. So Bosch's outfit is the tanking and maiming gear. Pinello's outfit is the, the, the aiming, scouting, and striking gear. And Lars's outfit is the healing and casting gear. Yeah. So you got to avoid wearing Pinello's outfit to kill. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Hey, and this isn't a dress. That's true. It's got a skirt, but... Well, actually, I don't think it has a skirt for the guys. I can't tell, because no. it's a fell, so it, it's it could be anything. I, I don't know. I mean, I, it, you can probably just look at what Larsa looks like in 12, yeah. And yeah. whether it's skirt or anything. Yeah. So no skirt. Put one up. Reset the clock, guys. We did it. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's, uh, that's the gear that you can expect to find in Zadnor. Um... There's, I don't even know. There's no point, but I'll just just because it's here. There it is. Yeah. The, the guitar. <laughs> <sighs> then there's a picture for Yorha, but this is this is. We've never seen yeah. this, have we? Yeah, we did. No, I don't. Oh, no, we saw it the reversed, didn't we? With uh, mm. wait, we saw this in a cutscene, but was were the white? Were they the white ones? Oh, we did see it. Okay. Yeah, I, I can't remember. I thought yeah. they were. Yeah, I thought the oh, yeah, ones in the background they... were. Uh... Yeah, they turned. Oh, they white. turned white. Okay, I see. Okay, I see. yeah. Uh, this, I believe that this is in the section for New Game Plus. I think they're just announcing it. Oh, okay. oh right, yeah, 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 of course, yeah. New Game Plus is there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The next picture shows that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, they've added uh, stuff to New Game Plus. A uh, feature I still haven't unlocked. So uh, <laughs> yeah, do it. You can yeah. turn the Moongate back on in, in Doma. It's fun. In Yangsha. Why would oh. I want to do that? Because it looks pretty. Mm -hmm. mm. Uh, I have to go visit Xehanort to, uh, to unlock it. And then a new emote. Uh, the salesman uh, the, uh, emote. I, <laughs> <laughs> I want to say, but I'm not going to. But this is a very funny emote. I love it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think I know what you want to say. Yeah. <laughs> Please, ma'am. Uh, a crumb. No. Okay. Oh, uh, that's not what I thought you were going to say. That's less annoying. Uh, <laughs> right. Okay. That's uh, So that's essentially all that there is on the uh, website. Uh, there's also some news about official service for the PS5. But you won't really notice any difference when it goes into official service, I think. So it doesn't, it's not, you know. But we did notice that the, apparently the PS5's patch numbers are wildly different from ours. We, there's an mm -hmm. <laughs> there was an article reporting Final Fantasy XIV patch 8.4 or something. What? Shit. Yeah, because the, the PlayStation um, patches are completely different from the, uh, the PC okay. version. So there you go. I thought that was interesting. I don't think... I think they still call it 5.5 .5 officially, but if you look at the actual patch number, it's like 8 point yeah. some weird shit. Um, okay. 
that is uh, all that there is in the um, on the website. So uh, let's try and let's travel back. Um, that's it for um, recent events. That means it is time, ladies and gentlemen, to jump into something we haven't done in. It's been so long. I don't even know where the intro is. Here we go. Uh, it's time button. for the great discussion. Whoa, it's been so long. Um, it has been forever. Oh, my God. Yes. Uh, it is um, time to discuss 5.5. should probably mention that we didn't talk about anything related to the uh, Endwalker stuff before the Endwalker, the keynote, which I think is mm. the first time in speaker's history that we've not had theory crafting before a major reveal. Oh, yes. Okay. Um, so we're doing it now with 5.55. Um, where is the story going? So we're, right now we know um, we're going to Charlian, so, uh, or Kryle mm -hmm. is headed to Charlian. Uh, mm -hmm. the, um, there's something... We know from the trailer that there's something gonna, something's going to happen in Mordona. And then big glowy pers person, we need to discuss that. Mm. We need to discuss mm -hmm. how we get to Charlian and what the purpose of that visit is or what happens. Do you think... Okay, let's start with that. Let's start with that part, Charlian, in 5.55 specifically. Not 6.0, 5.55. Do you think we'll see anything from Charlian no. in this patch? No. Do you but think they get a cutscene with Kryle, like of a small, in very a small room? Yeah, yeah. Like we, know, we won't get to see any of what we've seen in the trailers. No, it will all. If if we see anything from Charlene, it will be something. Yeah, as you've described, it will be a room. It'll be something that has no indication as to what Charlene actually yeah. looks like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they'll, they'll reuse assets from the the hinterlands. <laughs> There'll <Yeah>. be a <laughs> man in the in the Shire gear. Mm-hmm. And there'll be Kryle, and it'll be in like in a two by two room, and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, she's going to Charlian to. Um, what was it again? To to. To do research. To do to figure re out. It was both to do research and to try and convince them to join us. Right. Yes. Um, there's something going on in the imperial capital uh bad times are coming but what does it have to do with cartano <laughs> exactly what well, does it have Cartano, to do with cartano cartano is where you go to have a battle before an expansion um, you're do... <laughs> that's true. That's true. So you're you're gonna go there. You're gonna see one person with a scythe, and you're like, oh wow, <laughs> there's yeah. the new stuff. And we're having fun in a place with that. There's no real consequences if it gets blown up. So <laughs> we yeah. can do whatever we want here. Yeah, yeah. Well, Cartano is very important lore-wise. It's I mean, it's where the battle for Eorcia took place in 1.0. Um, mm -hmm. It is in Mordona. It is, uh, and we there we there's something about Mordona, right? So, and we know could be something under Silvatir. 
maybe and we uh, also we've seen some of the footage from the trailer there's like a battle with um ifrit i think in uh, with a freight luna ifrit odin ifrit. and <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm saying it like that because I, a lot of people have been. I know they're so recently. fucking it's annoying. Like... Jesus Christ! <laughs> Spare me. Ifrit, Odin, and Ravana. Okay, uh, I remember when people were annoyed the way we said Ramu because it's Rama or whatever the fuck they they claimed it was. Rama. So I'm like, I'm like, no, no, no. Ramu no, is Ramu yeah. is one that has had a different pronunciation in different games. I yeah. know that for a yeah. fact. Yeah, and that's driving me nuts. Stop telling me how to pronounce Ramu. It's Ramu, <laughs> and that's the end of it. Um, yes. So, um, yeah. If read Ralga. The thing is, though, when I play twelve, I pronounce it Ifrit. But for some reason, I refuse to do it in fourteen, and I don't know why. Because well, they say Ifrit in the game, so like, yeah, they do. You're gonna say, "Oh, they say it," obviously. <laughs> like, "Oh, that ship, mm. the Frita, or whatever it's called, um, or the Frit," and then. Is it not? Mean, is it? Have they? They've pronounced Ifrit in fourteen, but have they done it? Have been, they've been inconsistent? I don't, don't ask me about it, this. Yeah. It could be something where it, where it's like two point dialogue, and they didn't have the correct voice direction, and then yeah. they've voiced it again since then. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'll just say it right now. I don't care how you pronounce anything in this game, as long as I understand <laughs> what you mean. Um, <laughs> the um, yes. Anyways, so we fought him. Uh, in Cartano in the trailer, it looks like. So is this where all the primals then gather? And if so, why? <laughs> <laughs> There's like a vital piece of the puzzle missing. Missing. Like, why are they here in Cartano? So far away from where they should be. Is there like a, a big uh, tower in, in there? Down there? Yeah. Is it very possible that there's a tower there? I don't know. Maybe they want to try and make like there's a lot of yeah chats bring out there's a lot of um Bahamutian energy mm. at Cartano. Maybe they want maybe they're trying to summon a lunar Bahamut and another one. That's like that's a good point. We already have one. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we definitely do. Um, well, not anymore. Maybe they want a better one. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Take two. Um, I don't know. It's, to me, the, the Cartano Flats really throws me off. I don't have any... Because that's a PvP arena. Surely by now, they've mm -hmm. like d destroyed most of the very ancient artifacts, by the way, uh, in their <laughs> yeah. pointless fighting. Hey, Omega still managed to be hidden underneath there. We have no idea what that's else true. they're hiding. That's true. Uh, please, don't show me any more elegant stuff. I'm done. <laughs> I... We... So before, when it was just like, oh, the ancient race, the Allegans, yeah. the lost technology, we now have another civilization <laughs> that is that is that as well, the ancient uh, Asian, well, the, the old ones. <laughs> now, we, don't give me more of them. Just I'm done with the Allegans. Oh, yeah. Just take the other one. Yeah, exactly. That's what's going to happen in Rolo. So... We've, there's the elegant stuff on top. We're gonna go a layer deeper, mm. and there's gonna be like ancient Amoritan technology. <laughs> no. Uh, yes. no, yes. I'm done with ancient people. I'm <laughs> definitely not done with ancient people. Oh, because we've already no. seen. Yeah, uh. yeah. Um, it's. It, I'm. I'm so. Lo I'm like adrift 
here when it comes yeah. to like figuring out what's gonna happen. Uh, I feel like genuinely lost. I feel like Stormblood and Heavens were were a bit more kind of knew what was coming almost. Or like yeah. you got some more lead up into it. Like, you know, you had the Griffin yeah. and all that shit going on, and then yeah, people Papalimo mm-hmm. come, you're like, oh no, we're going to Alamigo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And um, oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah. Well, oh, sorry. Yeah, go on. Uh, well, we know the thing is, we know where we're going. We just mm. like, what's this middle step? Yeah. <laughs> How do we go from? It's like a question mark. Yeah. <laughs> Z. <laughs> I have a feeling. So, okay. What we know is okay. I'm going to I'm going to take that one frame from the trailer cuz when they when they show us something they don't really want to show us too much of they show us like a second and then it's gone. Like they yeah. they, mm-hmm. they tried to sneak that crystal tower in the end of the storm uh, sorry Shadowbringers uh trailer. It's the same thing. There's more to that person, the glowy person. I'm pretty sure that glowy person is yeah. the same person in the patch chart at the top. Oh, definitely. Uh, yeah. I, I think so too. Yeah. yeah. So the the question is, who is that person? Is it Vena, mm. or mm-hmm. is and who could it be other than Vena? Let's try to br- bring out. I think everyone wants to say Vena, and it probably is, in yeah. all honesty. Yeah. But I want to be a whack job, and I'm going to say it's Moonbrita. <laughs> She's back. <laughs> Somehow. <laughs> okay. No. She, they realize right. the devs realize their mistake, and she's just back. Okay, but she's just glowing. <laughs> yeah, glowing and also an Allison. But don't worry about that. <laughs> um. <laughs> I don't right. know. Maybe maybe Heidelin's picked up a new voice of the mother. Mm, that's possible. Somewhere. That's possible. Um, uh, another shard of ours, perhaps. Possible. possible. That's also possible. Someone else reaching out. We shouldn't get too uh, locked yeah. into like thinking that it has to be the person in the poster because we don't know if it is. Mm. Yeah, right? we don't. Uh, yeah, uh, chat's bringing up something I've also seen that <laughs> I don't know if it's going to be true, but like, it could be the twins' mother. Oh, Mrs. Uh, Levelieu. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, okay. Um, Minfilia again, but could it be Minfilia again? <laughs> if it is Minfilia again, aged, be... aged up rain, yeah. Oh, she managed no. because of timey wimey stuff. She, no, when she came to the came to our when she managed to get to the source, she's aged up. <laughs> uh, it's inexplicably just became an adult <laughs> for no real reason. Uh, yeah, time compression, yeah. Uh, could be. I mean, I see Papalimo in chat, and I do want it to be Papalimo of all of Mambrida and Papalimo. I feel like Papalimo would be the most likely because Louis Swa came back and he did mm-hmm. the exact same thing. So I mean, law wise, I think yeah, it would be more likely. Not based <laughs> on what this character looks like. No, no, that's if we're going for you know the the one in the poster. Um, okay, yeah. Um, okay, so. The yeah, so the, let's just say that the glowing person is Vena. Then, uh, mm-hmm. why are they approached? So they that's it's a very interesting place for them to or to meet up with us. Silver Tear Lake, literally front, like near at the lake, like that's where they meet us. Mm-hmm. 
that's where it's all happening. That's where the party is. I I hope I have a small hope that Mordona's gonna be. I mean, Mordona's gonna be relevant in Endor, wait, wait. right? I got it. Okay. It's Midgar Solmer. He's back, but like in a human Elizabeth. He's, he's an Elizabeth woman now. Yeah, as to why he chose that, I mean, you can choose I anything. I mean, why he not? used the character creator, would... you know, just like everyone yeah. else. Yeah, like, <laughs> I mean, it would be a little bit confusing because Midgard Swimmer identifies as male. Yeah. But, but hey, many he males play female characters. Yeah. That's true. So there you go. Um, yeah. So why. See, and then it's we about get. A <laughs> see and then we get to that point where like okay the not likely to talk to us here and then the fucking big question mark again is like why what's happening <laughs> why is that happening there because our in our deepest of hearts they've always been there and they're finally they're seeing the disaster happening and they're waking up and reaching out they've to been us. Fuck, they've been lazy for a long... They've been like, oh, this is our eighth <laughs> calamity, and you only now? <laughs> Where have you been? It, it took them a couple tries. They had to get some, you know, shard people in there. Yeah. Um, but now they're waking up, and they're like, oh, shit. It's happening. <laughs> you, Shit's you need fucked some up here. You, you need some help. You're like, <laughs> really? <laughs> Maybe Vena or whoever this person's spirit is is in the ancient Amoratine ruins that are underneath the Elegant ruins <laughs> no. at Cartano, and we've awakened. Them. <laughs> oh God, I'll be so upset if we're like we're gonna go down into Silver Tear and find out what's beneath, and it's just fucking Amoratine shit down there. Like, oh, there's a big ancient city under here. <laughs> Do -do -dum -dum. <laughs> Do -do -dum -dum. <laughs> Uh, new expansion will have that <laughs> that area now. <laughs> uh, um, you know what? Let's just like rapid fire say stuff, and then if we get it right, you can have a black and white moment. <laughs> just go going for that black and yeah. white. Uh, it's a time traveler from the War of the Magi. Um, oh. uh, <laughs> uh, if, uh, uh, Not unlikely. Uh, I think that's actually a good thing. Can't even think of it, but I do th have to say that the the one shot of the moon with the Allegan spaceship that's a clue as to how we can get up here, because we have to get up here on the moon, right? Mm -hmm. I saw someone men was it Win that mentioned the Agrius as like a possible um, possibly containing something. I find it difficult for for Agrius to hold an Allegan spaceship though. But uh, if it is that spaceship, mm -hmm. uh, which was the Agrius again? Is that that's the big one in the lake without Midgard Stormers? Oh, that'd be that'd be kind of hard. Yeah, it's got crushed. Yeah, it's got crushed. But maybe it had something inside of it. But I I mm. find that difficult to believe. The the reason and... I say that we might have used that ship is because the engines are still on mm. in the in the from the footage that we saw. Uh, we found. Uh, we found Omega underneath Cardinal Flats. Maybe there's a rocket there. That's that's what I'm starting to think, is that maybe we, we need some Allegan technology to get us up there. And they're like, where do we get Allegan technology from? Mm. Ah, Cartano, because it's just littered with Allegan okay, shit. Okay, oh, wait, wait. So, they've always told us recently to think a lot about Heavensward. So, Lady Iceheart is back. 
again. They also yeah. realize their mistake. <laughs> I mean, what, 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 what? ice moon. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. It's cold. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I like really this theory. Uh, this is a real, <laughs> real crackpot theory here going. Um, yeah, try to bring up dragons can travel through space. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Maybe we'll just ride yes. on... Yeah, Vritra will pull a uh, Midgard, uh, a, uh, a Freysvelga, yeah. then vomits us back up when we get there. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what's going to happen. I just... It'll be sad. I just really want us to just be on a spaceship just to be... We've been in a fucking... Um, we've been in the G-Warrior. We've been in a fucking Gundam. And it would be funny just to, to have us... Just do the spaceship. I mean, it's already lore, right? The Allegans fucking yeah. sent rockets to space. So I we want to have, ride okay. a spaceship. Yeah. All right. We Here's already... a real one. This is a real one. Oh, Omega comes back to help us. Maybe it's that person, the glowy person. Maybe it's not, but they come back as a person. They're like, wow, I finally know what it's like to be human. So I'll be a human now. And I know through time and space. So I'll and dimension hopping. So So I'll just be a normal human. What an intriguing story. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, I am human now. Oh, what's happening? Well, our world is ending. Oh fuck, I probably should have not been uh but they'll, they'll, they'll just they'll, they'll be like, hey, I know where the spaceship is. Yeah. You know? I've lost all my powers, but at least I remember where some stuff I, is. There's a I, mean, I think you, I left a spaceship them. over there. <laughs> you, we killed them. And so like and their their one last wish before they died was I want to know. I want to I want to come back and meet you someday. Well, I feel like our lore has already suggested that Omega was reborn into the OMG minion. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's true. So he comes back as the minion. <laughs> He's like, "Hello, I have been a minion for a while now." Omega Summer did it. Why can't Omega? There's a spaceship north of Mordona. Um what I wanted to say earlier was that like in terms of spaceships, we do have the Enterprise already. <laughs> The Enterprise, but that's a. Uh, it's just the airship. That's just the airship. airship. Don't you think it, it's the kind of thing they would do where they would turn a Star Trek reference into an actual spaceship? That would be fun. I would like I, that. I think it would be so lame if they just. It was just the Enterprise, but they just put like a fucking bubble around it and it just flies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, that would be cool. Um, yeah, so. Again, we're dancing around the reason. Why would we go to the moon? What is the catalyst that gets us to the moon? I'm assuming that's perhaps what Vena, the let's we're just gonna say yeah. that that glowing person is Vena. That Vena is mm -hmm. telling us that there's some bad shit on the moon uh, that you need to you you need to stop whatever's happening. The only way to stop what's happening is to get to the moon. I would mm. assume is why moon. every Asian well every major undesundered is dead. So. Well, yeah, yeah, we assume at well, least. Well, yeah, also, uh, it could be Vanar telling us this, mm -hmm. it, it also could be that Sam Daniel reveals like just enough to try and get tease us to get to the moon at Kartner. Oh, yeah, that's also possible. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Um, 
I mean, all of the also the mo mobs are called lunar. So I'm assuming maybe the towers, maybe the towers draw something from the moon. They mm -hmm. are pointy, pointing up, and with uh, big towers in uh, on Heidelin tend to, to pull stuff from space. So it might be lunar something, lunar powered. Uh, we already know that there's Amoratine tech on the moon, so that it might be mm -hmm. pulling something that the those structures are, I don't know, sending out. Um, Maybe use the Void Arc, because Heaven's Word. Maybe the Sky Pirates found something there that I that, wouldn't yeah. be surprised if we use the Void Arc. Mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, because it's still just chilling out there, just drifting but in the sea of clouds. See, the problem I have with using the Void Arc is that they said that there won't be anything, they won't make any more raid series compulsory. No. So <clears throat> to justify using the Void Arc, you would have to at least do, like, arguably the whole Mark storyline, but at least Void Arc. Mm -hmm. That is tough. Um, yeah. The, yeah, the Ragnarok, well, the thing about the spaceship on the moon just to go back to that, that I uh, I said Ragnarok when I first saw it. We've already been inside the Ragnarok, but Ragnarok is a class of ship, which means that was probably, you know, just one of many Ragnarok class ships. But it was called mm -hmm. the Ragnarok, so that's probably the first ship. Um, That's an 8 reference, by the way. So that's probably the only 8 reference we're getting since we're not getting poo-poos. Maybe there's still hope for poo-poos. They could be an overworld mob. Yeah. You guys uh, are the only I, people I've met. Like, yeah, poo-poos. <laughs> yeah, that's happening. Is that cute? Yeah. <laughs> I want poo-poo. Um, so, sorry, what is this? Let me... Yeah, I remember... Oh, God. I, I, it's not going to be a big black and white moment, but I, I've talked about this fucking moon. This, the moon has been driving me nuts for like the past four years because they've clearly made it more obvious. Uh, over patches but it's been so subtle so subtle but i remember being like guys the moon is very strange and they're like no that's that's what the moon looks like and i'm like no 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 and they're like you're you're this is dollar mood shit you have ptsd lukiel i'm like no 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 listen yeah it's on the first but it also looks weird in certain parts of eorcia so um there you go. Uh, it it is. It was just a thing that I noticed. They've they've made the moon more visible in the sky. Um. Anyways, the Ragnarok. I hope we go there by spaceship, but we're pro probably just gonna go with Urethra or something. Um, Urethra's name is too close to Urethra. That's 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 right. I just said it. I said what everyone was thinking. I'm brave. Um. I wasn't thinking it, but okay. Now you do. Now I do because you said it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, anyways, um, <clears throat> I lost the thread. What were we talking about? I can t I can tell. <laughs> Thank you, Mela. There you go. Um, sorry. What were we talking about? Oh yeah, traveling to the moon, getting to the moon. Why the moon? Why? the moon so because i why not i think the towers are somehow linked to the moon which means but that's a maki design so do we know anything about the maki and the moon 
That's particular. No. It's more just direct interaction with the Void Zone. I mean, the moon is very prominent in Dunscathe. True. Yes, mm. it is. There's a big moon in, when we fight Diabolos in the, in the background. Mm. Um, that's interesting. So maybe... Okay. So that gives more credence to the idea that the towers are somehow linked up with the moon. Um, the but the, the it doesn't help. <laughs> Think okay, the towers are linked to the moon, but then why and what are they doing? Um, there's um, there's a moratine shit on the moon. Mm-hmm. They have those. Mm-hmm. What are they called? The the crystals? Concepts. Concepts stored all over in a, in a building there. They've stored all of their concepts up there, it's, it looks like. Uh, are they... Maybe. Yeah, go on. Maybe it's just shit that's left over. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, it's sort of the Athens were just chilling a lot of times. So, I mean, why wouldn't they have but, some concepts up there? But remember... They, this is where the Asians like were. This is where they were hanging out, right? On yeah. the moon. Mm-hmm. While Heidelin was going through calamities or rejoinings, they were chilling up there. So, this is, we, we've talked, we talked about this like when we covered this, I think, but this might have been some sort of like just, this is their backup place. Like, this is where all the backups of the old world are stored and they are just waiting for the, the rejoinings to finish so they mm-hmm. can place this back onto the world so they can recreate mm-hmm. the the ancient world maybe that Venaz concept is up there and he's they're reaching mm-hmm. out to us from there well Vena might be in silver tier lake mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. Vena, if if i remember correctly is most likely heidelin's heart so <clears throat> um that is the most likely place for them to be i think um Although who knows, they could be on the moon and just astral projecting <laughs> down to <laughs> to that spot. Who knows? Um, uh, yeah, it's tough. It's such a like. It's one thing to be like, oh hey, we're going to this country. We're going to liberate this area. Yeah, we're going to Doma, the moon. <laughs> we talked about it forever. Yeah, well, like it's a thing, but <laughs> the 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 in chat now that is a good uh, question like we see Vena. if Vena is Heidelin they've already sowed a little bit of doubt in the game about Heidelin if Vena is the heart of Heidelin is Vena good or bad mm-hmm. is Heidelin good or bad and also why have we not heard from Heidelin in so long they Those, do ask you that yeah that, that, it's what, been a hot minute maybe we haven't heard from Heidelin because Vena, as the heart of Heidelin, has like separated in the same way that Elidibus did, and like it's Heidelin has like lost its sentience, maybe. Yeah, possible. Yeah. Um... <sighs> we know so little about Heidelin. I. It's it's hard. I don't even know how she works. Don't know if she like does she run. Do, we know she um, ether is like her power source. Uh, 
Mm-hmm. But is she a crystal? Is she one of those things that we see in the cave drawings, which is essentially uh, an elemental? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And if she is, that changes, that puts a lot of the elemental lore into question. Uh, the uh, An anima, for, for that matter, which is literally the elemental uh, model. Um, I don't know. I'm a bit lost. Absolutely. I kind of like it, though. I like that I yeah, have I do too. no real idea of what... I mean, we know how what what's going to happen, but we don't know how it, how we get to that point. So, yeah, mm-hmm. that's intriguing. But you know what? <clears throat> we all know that Xenos will be there with us every step of the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah hand in hand, side by side, cheek to cheek. That does bring us to Xenos. I guess we should talk a little <laughs> bit about him as well. He uh, He's hanging out. He's destroying his uh empire um mm-hmm. for fun for fun it seems we're talking a big chunk of the world if we're going by just if we're just taking the map into like consideration like the that round hole in the map with the the tower mm-hmm. i mean that is the entire capital for sure possibly some of the outlying areas as well uh um, so- yeah, I had a very cursed idea mm-hmm. the other day. Oh, curse us. The reason why they have not given us a complete map of Ilsabad, even still... Because it's Amoratine. Is be- no. <laughs> is because... Worse than that. Oh, is no. because they plan on <laughs> cratering the whole thing and they don't want to give us a map until after they've destroyed the continent. Oh, that'll be the most depressing thing ever. After ten years, we finally the fog lifts for the from the middle of the map, and it's just a crater. That will be the sad. That is the mo- That is the saddest thing that can ever happen. It if- would be very upsetting. I would hate it to be honest. God, I don't want that. That will be such an unsatisfying reveal of the final map. It's just. Ah, here's the... We've, like, imagined... Like, people have been drawing up how they think Ilsa Bard looks, and we're just going to get a fucking crater. I'll be so upset <laughs> if that happened. Well, It'll it wasn't... be a crater, or, or it could be, like, the burn. <clears throat> oh, God. It could be, like, the burn. With no worm. Yeah, with no worm. With no worm. it's only just happened. Yeah. Um... They better have the big titan... I swear to God, whatever that is on the map. They did promise <laughs> that at some point, so I'm I don't know. Maybe maybe. Um okay. So th- yeah, the Imperial Capital gone. What is Sinos? <sighs> what is Sinos? <laughs> Question mark. Is a man. annoying. <laughs> <laughs> the correct ding ding ding. I, you know what? I have I've almost 180 on Xenos because it's just funny at this point. <laughs> yeah, I, I can see I that. I think but... it is almost slapstick. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> like how much he wants us yeah. until end up like, oh, the, the hunt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I it's just... like an Elmer Fudd and Bugs Bunny cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was... hate that he's apparently strong enough to have defeat, defeated like Elidibus. Yeah. 
he's such a nothing villain. I'm sorry. How is he I'm, so powerful? I'm I'm holding out hope. Maybe maybe they'll figure out something. Oh, God. In the meantime, I will still find it very funny how people lose their mind over Xenos. I think that's like a little bit of Schadenfreude. Yeah. Uh, I, I he's so. Like, not knowing what Xenos' role is going to be in the expansion is is very different from everything else, because we just don't know what Xenos is going to do in this expansion, because he doesn't make any sense, and he doesn't have any real motivation other than the hunt. He's such a one-dimensional villain that is like, okay, here's my guess. Here's my guess. I'm just going to make up uh, what, what Xenos is going to do in the expansion. He's going to be very angry. He's going to burn down Garlemald. We know that already. And then it's going to be like, oh, no, he's enough. not angry. He's not an angry person. No, he's horny. He's horny for the oh, hunt. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, this is a new side of him. That's the new... His character development is that he has a raging boner at all time. And the only way for it to... Okay, let's not go further as a podcast. All right, you are. He, <laughs> but there, there is some... Okay, anyways. He goes to the moon because he can do that. He just goes to the moon uh, and he meets us there. And then there's a big battle on the moon. Uh, that's my guess. What if we just kill him? In this and then next we we will kill patch? him. I think we'll kill him. In well, there's no way we can kill him in the next patch because that would be weird. Not in the next patch. Prominence. But what if? What if it's like not not even six This patch on Tuesday. That's impossible. What if you just what if you just kill him in an instance? Roll up. Like would be you know what? He's in the sideball. <laughs> yeah, this <laughs> end. It'd be confusing. <laughs> Rollo, you can't just say random shit that doesn't make that doesn't make any red sense. Red herring. <laughs> that is a very expensive red no, herring. They, they don't did. actively lie to us in trailers. No, no. Go for it. At you know what? They'll misdirect us. Have the balls to just kill him off right now. <laughs> oh God. I yeah. feel like that would be even more unsatisfying, though. <laughs> like, that'd be worse, because they've done all this setup with Xenos, and to do that, that'd, that'd be such a waste of our time yeah. to have made us think about Xenos well, for so well, long. What, to get rid what, of if, like what if there's, like, something behind that that's, like, even more interesting? And like, then you're like, oh, now I see. I think... I think Xenos, what we're, I mean, what we're essentially seeing is we're seeing Fan Daniel's plan play out. Mm -hmm. It's not really Xenos. Xenos just wants to mm -hmm. kill us. That's, that's it. Um, so I think we'll probably see more of Fan Daniel being the real villain of Endwalker. Mm. You than know what's going to happen, though? It's going to be like what happened. It's going to be like what happened with Thordan and La Habrea, where at the last minute, Xenos is going to like, haha, I have the upper hand. And Fan Daniel's going to get fucked over, and we're going to lose another interesting villain. Yeah. It's all going to be Xenos. <laughs> yeah. Also, is. remember, Xenos mm. had that dream of Amaranth. Yes. Yes, he did. He did have that dream about Amaranth, because why not? Because well, he has the he has the artificial echo. Yeah, so we so. can see Amaranth stuff now. Weird that we can't, or Kryle can't, or anyone can, but he can't. <laughs> or anyone he's, else with the echo. Yeah. He's super, because he's, he's artificial and special. That's the key word, Rollo. Special, because plot... <laughs> Well, I mean, yeah, everyone's special. That's how the plot goes. No, no, no. no, no <laughs> For no. Dola's special, but not that special. Xenos is special because Xenos. It's just, <laughs> that's how, that's why he's so infuriating. He's got uh, no, oh, the YouTube comments are going to rip me apart. <laughs> Go for it. Uh, the. What? Uh, what? <laughs> 
You like I don't pain. fucking care. They they. <laughs> well, yeah, go on. Xenos mm. is a quarter Asian. Yeah. Mm, that's true. That's true. He is born of a. Uh, yeah, that's true. Um, uh, well, that didn't do much for his dad, though. I'll say. No, that's for sure. <laughs> weird how his yeah, father well, his was so weird. The echo. <laughs> yeah, true. Okay. True. Um, I'm I'm open to the I'm still open to the idea of Xenos, of the Xenos thing. Maybe maybe they'll like pull it off. Sincerely, I think they could. Like. You know, they pull out some stuff. I I've they given Sino so many chances for patch in <laughs> patches, and he has yet to develop anything other than. So we'll see if maybe this he, time he just sits in the chair. Like, he just sit literally for a whole patch. This was all he did. <laughs> and people are like, oh, um, actually, uh, uh, what is the one they always bring up in defense of Sinos? Um, Kefka. Um, uh, Kefka didn't have much of a. Per are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Are you saying <laughs> Kefka didn't have much of a personality? Are you are you uh, dumb? Okay, sorry. Just have to, just I just have to attack you? the Sinos lovers a little bit because uh, they are always so. Uh, they're always like, I am righteousness every time they're in the the fucking comments. <laughs> uh, all right. I, I, I would say I have faith that Ishikawa can do something. Oh yeah. A long time. I Good thought, luck. I thought Elizabeth. I thought Elizabeth was. A very flat and boring character. Yeah. And then we got 5.3. Yeah. So if she can turn around a character that I wasn't that excited about in a patch, mm -hmm. if she has a whole expansion, we'll see. I Yeah, see, that's the one thing. Ishikawa is the one person that can make Sinos good. So <laughs> I, I, I believe in her. Uh, so I'm just saying, good luck. They haven't given you much to like work off of, but Let's I know you can turn like it said, around. Like Georgi said, if Littlebiss could do it, Xenos can too. Mm -hmm. And you felt bad for Littlebiss even a little bit. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, there's there's one thing that I don't want, and that's a redemption arc. The Xenos redemption arc is happening. Do not do that. Watch out, please. You're gonna you're gonna Fine. kill him, and then your your character is gonna cry. You don't even have an option. He's gonna be like, I don't see. I don't know if that will happen, but <laughs> it could definitely end up making him sympathetic he, because that's what happened with Emmett Selk and Elizabeth. Mm -hmm. Their ultimate storyline is that even though we knew we had to defeat them, we were still like we understood their plight. Well, we, we, that's only because we spent a lot of time with them. I, I, well, I'm, for at least for him itself. Cause... I'm having, yeah, I, I'm a bit troubled by, you know, the way they did dealt with Gaius and his <laughs> redemption Ishikawa arc. Ishikawa didn't. Ishikawa no, didn't I know. Write that. I know she didn't write that, but it's it's a it's an unfortunate trend in the game if they do that with Cenos as well. They're like, oh yeah, mm. we're making these really really horrible people that have done unspeakable things to people. Yeah. And now we're gonna feel sorry for them and forgive them. Make what make Xenos into a sad dad. I know Ishikawa. Just me. Just note Ishikawa didn't write it. I'm just saying that would be a, another one, another arc that we that will be you know weird. Um. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, Xenos. Is gonna be there, and it's gonna be there. He's gonna be there. Ishikawa is not writing five point five five, right? 
Do we know that? I mean, she's she she does the overview, but I don't think she's writing it. No. Hmm. So, yeah, there we go. I don't know. We'll see. Um, if you like Cenos, fine. You can like Cenos. You can like Gaius. You can like Thornton. Thornton. You can like some Thornton yeah. fans out there. Yeah, there's some Thornton fans out there. I mean, Thornton is Thornton is far less sympathetic than. <laughs> Many of the other villains we've had since then. Yeah. Hey, I mean, if people can go crazy for that one dude from <laughs> from uh, um what's what's it called from the Heavensward fucking Zephyrin or whatever who like has like five lines. Yeah. <laughs> I, you can be crazy for anybody with without any judgment. Mm -hmm. Uh. All right. Well. Um. There it is. Um. Anything else we should touch on before the patch? Story-wise, well, there's many things, but I think we need to go over to Mogmail soon. So we, yeah, I think, I think we'll have a lot more to talk about next week as well. Yeah, we'll oh, come back to this one. Well, ne next time we'll be speculating more about six because five point five five will mm -hmm. be over. Um, okay, so that's our very clumsy, whatever this was. Great discussion about <laughs> what to expect next. It's all over the place, which, I mean, that's how it is. <laughs> it's very the, the I mean, we're grasping at straws. Yeah, we're yeah, I mean, trying. I would say we didn't even touch upon the Telephoroi. What are they? Oh yeah, the Telephoroi. Where are they from? Who are they? So much up in the air. So we'll we'll have to wait and see. Next week we'll have a whole review, uh, spoiler review, of course. So make sure you catch that. All right, uh, we have waited long enough. We are hungry for some mog mail. Oh. Let's jump in then, shall we? It's time for Mogmail. <laughs> and our first Mogmail is from uh, Elama Rel from Spriggan. I doubt this will fit. Yeah, all right. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna have a few of these today uh, hello there speakers uh, I am a new player just finished the 2.4 story and the final coil of Bahamut the other day with the help of a friend and happened upon your Fall and Rise series I am so sorry uh, when I was searching for more info on 1.0 can I just say well, I hope you're okay with spoilers if you're watching this part of yeah, the podcast uh, tell your friend to tell you to skip to oh, this yeah. part god I hope you didn't so, so you don't get we just we just <laughs> talk about spoilers I'm sorry yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, I want to say we watched the one, the Fallen Rise first episode. Was it the first? Yeah, I think the first episode uh, on the hype stream before uh, FanFest. Yes. Uh, um, <laughs> just, <laughs> to look at, just to look at it, how it how it was after I removed all the Skrillex jokes. Limsa Lominsa. I speak... You were so young. Very, I sound like a different person. If you haven't watched <laughs> for the first episode of Fallen Rise, I urge you to watch it again now because it is not me. <laughs> that is someone, isn't it? There's someone else, uh, and it's a really weird video. Uh, bad. Um, anyways, um, as it so happened, I was. It was around this time that the trailer for Endwalker released, and I found your initial covering of the event. Uh, quite enjoyable, which in turn prompted me to follow you. As is the case for whenever I find something I consider interesting, I go back to the source. It has been a few weeks since then, and I've probably been conf con 
been consuming an unhealthy amount of your content lately, but I can't say that it hasn't been enjoyable. I have already gone through the very early days of the channel. The return after the hiatus in 2014-2015, the orange memes, the pre-Stormblood era, Jesus wept, oh the God. release of Stormblood, and now through what I'd call the quote, Stormblood Doomer era, <laughs> a.k.a. Stormblood patches pre-Shadowbringers announcement. I love that. Of course, I call it the Stormblood Doomer era, mostly due to your negative impressions of everything that isn't the main story. But since I'm so far behind both in story and in podcasts I've, I've yet to see, I'm not certain how things will turn out in the end. <laughs> it I gets just, better. It gets better. They, they, they were the Stormblood Doomers. I, I enjoyed my time with Stormblood. Uh, no, okay, all right. Um, <laughs> Don't lump me in there. That is the official stance of this channel, though, is that Stormblood was a weak expansion. You are the odd one out here, Rolo. I am, and I, I'm I'm proudly that. Okay. All right. Um, that was worded terribly. I just heard through word of mouth that Shadowbringers was apparently really good, so I assume things got better rather than, rather than worse. <laughs> but it's probably still <laughs> going to take a while before I find out. How exciting. They're on a journey. <laughs> through speaker's history. Mm -hmm. I don't have an actual question today, but I was wondering why your playlists on YouTube were all out of order. <laughs> <laughs> is there a reason for this? Or is it just YouTube <laughs> being weird and screwing up again? I <laughs> I'm only asking because it makes viewing your videos in succession a bit more difficult than usual, but, isn't, but it isn't the end of the world. Anyways, I just wanted to thank you for the content. It's been a blast going through it. It's probably going to be quite a while before I even see a response to this, but I hope my English oh. has been understandable enough. It's been perfect. It's I'll make yeah, sure to have some actual great. questions for next time. Thank you for all your work. <laughs> oh my god. Well, I <clears throat> when I got this mug mail, I checked the playlist, and it was in order when I looked at it. So it is, however, like in the... like it. It has the newest ones at the top. So if you're watching it through the, the app, or sorry, not, through the website, through the like auto playlist, it'll play it, it the wrong best. way. Yeah. So it'll go from like newest to older. So you'll go backwards in time, uh, which I mean this way. Yeah. Which, yeah, yeah unfortunate. Um, Surprising that you went through all of that. Uh, that's crazy. <laughs> that's wild. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, this is not the first person that I've heard going back through all of the no, that catalog in the last couple of months. Yeah. Yeah. Does that? He's insane as well. Oh, I mean, it's been that's it's been like that always. But I get more. It's more shocking than people do it now because the backlog, not just Speakers of Heidland, but like Roar is like seventy plus episodes. Like Soar mm. is like thirty episodes. There's a lot of content to to go through. <laughs> But that makes sense to enjoy. That's like standalone content. That's true. You're talking about, I think it's so crazy to go through old podcast episodes. <laughs> where, where I think it, I think it's like a cool time capsule, well, but I, I couldn't yeah. go through all of them. You know what? I think I think doing that is something people do so that they 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 know the community when they've caught up. Because oh, okay. now they're up to date mm. on all the memes. They know all the references. Oh, I can see that because especially older speakers wasn't that news focused. So it was more just discussing shit all the like it wasn't. A, we've become more news stuff, a news podcast, I feel like lately. But that's just because there's more news nowadays than it was back then. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's 
if you want to be in the uh, be in the club, if you want to be fully integrated in the in the inner circle of all the memes, you should watch every <laughs> single episode of Speakers of Fire. Oh, right. especially start and binging. I definitely I definitely recommend going back to watch all the minimum eye level episodes that were ever uploaded to the channel. Minimum eye level. I, that's yeah. funny. I think you can go back to that anytime. And it's, so mm. we were legitimately funny for a while. <laughs> for a while, we were funny. Um, so yeah, a minimum eye level is, that's where most memes were born back in the day. So definitely catch that. Uh, anyways, I hope you've, uh, I don't know where you've, it's been probably been a while since you sent this email, uh, Alamo, uh, but uh Hopefully maybe you've you, caught up. Maybe you've caught yeah. up now. Yeah. With if you've caught up, uh, thank you for being here and yeah. catching up. And we hope you enjoy the game. Uh, we'd like it too. Mm -hmm. I promise. Mm. I promise we do. <laughs> Send <laughs> like us an update, Mogmail, if you've caught up. Uh, when you see when you see this video, I guess. No, yes. that doesn't mean you've caught yeah. up necessarily, because you might send that two months from now and be like, ah. I've caught up, I think. <laughs> no, no, no. You're two months behind. Um, right. Um, next question. Not question. Mogmail. Mogmail, Mogmail. Where are you? Here you are. Like... Nope, that's the wrong one. Is that the wrong one? That's the intro. Oh, we always... Oh, yeah, you're right. We don't really play the intro between... That's tr fair. I, I just thought it, I just did the same thing. Oh, this one's also long. I just did it because we do the <laughs> questions from the syndicate. Uh, this is from Mizuki Miza from Fairy. Hello, speakers. I'm a long-time watcher that's just writing her first Mogmail. I've uh -oh. always liked your take on theories well. and lore from this game. I especially remember your Crystal Tower discussion before its 5.0 reveal fondly. Dude, there is a clip on Twitch of that moment, literally, and the timer is on the screen. And I think we're yeah. like just n like minutes away from the trailer going, like from the keynote starting, and mm -hmm. that's when we go. What's that in the background of the trailer? That's the <laughs> Crystal Tower, isn't it? And that's so crazy yeah. that that happened. Uh, all right. Anyways, um, as for Mo as for the Mogmail, I wanted to know your thoughts on something that's been on my mind regarding Bosia, the Fourth Legion of Noah, and what's been building up since the Evil East raids. Uh, for Bosia, the story has been centered in that occupied ci city with Leon, Misha, and, uh, oh God, their names, Menenius as main antagonists for, uh, of the story. But Noah himself has been completely absent for the whole thing. With only one patch left, and with Misha dealt with, it seems Bosia is set to climax with um, Menenius as the big bad instead of the Legatus himself. There is always the setup for Project Tart Tartarus, Tartarus and the Dalmascan Front, which has not yet been part of this chapter from Matsuno's story. So as it is right now, I feel it really hard for, for all of this to be resolved in one patch, especially Noah himself, who would need to be properly introduced and dealt with in just a couple cutscenes. But I also find it hard to figure out how this story might continue forward with the events building up for 6.0. So I wanted to know where you guys think Matsuno's story will go. Do you think we will deal with everything that has been building up, including Noah and Dalmasca, next patch? Or do you think there will be a future setup once Bosia gets liberated, introducing Noah, Project Tartarus, France's enigmatic leader, and the Dalmascan front for us to deal with in 6.x? And if so, how would this happen? And how will the final days and the fall of Garlemald affect this story? That's all I wanted to say. Thank you all for the good work. Looking forward to more new content and hope you don't go crazy. Making more jelly out of live letters. Uh, th oh, <laughs> thank you, Mizuki. The uh, jelly. Uh, God, the jelly. The gummy. <laughs> gummy, dude. Uh, okay. 
Yes, this is interesting because we are getting one more patch for mm. Bosia. Uh, mm -hmm. That's this. No, is that no? That's not this Tuesday. That's a different patch, right? Yes, yeah, this patch. Oh, it is this patch. Okay, so it's all the whole load is being blown to the, uh, on Tuesday. But there are a couple of other patches coming as well. But I'm that yeah. Might be, there's uh, five point six and five point seven, which I think. I think one of them's a PS5 thing. I don't remember. Oh, okay. Uh -oh. So there's no features in the next few patches then. Mm. Anyways, with, well, <laughs> it's the final yeah. data center visit in 5.0. Oh, that's what it is. That's what I'm thinking about. Mm. Okay. Anyways, yeah. So the the final story patch for Bosia is is coming out on this on Tuesday. So yeah, there's a lot of wrap up to do. Mm. Will all of it be wrapped up? Like they said, that's, uh, Noah. That's hard. Noah has not really been seen in the story. Mm -hmm. He's just been mentioned. And w when they sorry, spoilers for Bosia, I guess if you're if you mm -hmm. haven't done the Bosia story. So, from what we know, Noah wants to create his own nation out of the ruins of Dalmasca or, or the surrounding areas of the, this province, I guess, and break out of Garlemald. Because he knows that Garlemald is collapsing in on itself. So he's taking the opportunity to gather troops and have like his own army uh, to, you know, create his own nation. That is a big story. That's a big plot right there. And they barely touch on it in the, in the overall story for Bosia. We are more worried about Misha and the weapon and all that shit, right? So... Noah is just more like in the background. That's just a that's just the motivation for some characters in this story. It's weird if it's not resolved in this patch, but it could be planned to be resolved later down the line. Mm. That's what I'm I think the Noah storyline it cannot be finished. There's no way they can no. finish that this patch. Maybe? I, I mean Unless they do it really, sh I mean, poorly. Poorly. Bosia is like going through Bosia in a new zone. That still takes a decent amount of time. So mm -hmm. there is a lot of content to do and a lot of story you can get, like to do in there. I think. Mm -hmm. So I mean, if they really want to finish it here, I I could see it happening and it being satisfying. Um, I feel like there's so many loose threads. I feel as if. Bosia is just going to be this weird... Bosia slash Ivalice is going to be this, like, weird simultaneous side story that's just going to continue to be written by Matsuno. Yeah. That is sort of going to just be, like, independent from the MSQ. Yeah, you have to remember, he we are, we're getting male Vieira. Like, our world is very now being very strongly influenced by Ivalice. So... Mm -hmm. They might just split the Noah story off, and like it's been introduced in Bosia, but it might continue in another quest line. It'll be something else mm. entirely, and maybe 6.0, uh, which is why they haven't they touched it on it so much. Yep. We we know the 24-man raid and the 8-man raid. Maybe it's trial series in 6.0. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Uh, it could be the new world. I don't want it to be the basis for the next Eureka. Ah. No. Ah! I don't want it again. We've already had it. I don't want another like again. 
overworld zone type thing I think, to be based on the same lore. I think oh, okay. a, a Whirlit style storyline would be perfect for it. Uh, for I agree. For the Noah storyline. Um, yeah. With more than one quest per patch. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I definitely think the Misha stuff and all that will be wrapped up. But and the you know Gunhilder storyline that that part I'm pretty mm. sure will be they'll, wrapped. You up. know what? They'll come back to it as soon as they can add a female Rothgar in the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right, okay, they're in the game. Okay, now let's continue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. So that's I can. Yeah, go on. I can definitely see Noah's plans being accelerated after six point mm-hmm. because. The Garland or the Empire will arguably just not exist anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I wonder... Yeah, because Garland's going to fall, which means all Garlean-controlled provinces will be just left on their own. So that's mm-hmm. perfect. That's what he wanted. So, yeah. Maybe his... Oh, that's too ambitious. They're not going to, like, have, like, a new city-state be built for 6.0. That's, like, Noah's city-state that's too no too much um yeah no it is intriguing i I do hope they they give him give that story its own treatment i don't want it to be rushed and be like oh by the way we killed noah his plan is dead we don't have to worry about it anymore dalmasca is free hey hey um (laughs) (laughs) uh okay um thank you uh mizuki um Thank you. I have Thank a you. feeling the next one is too long. So the hmm, <laughs> you know, I think we have to. You know, we can eat up a little bit of the post show, a little bit of the post show. We don't have that yeah. much to do to, in the post show. So, oh, let's do one more. Uh, this next mug mail is coming to us from. That's the wrong order. Oh. Uh, hold on. Spoilers. Uh, that is loaded. Uh, the fourth one. That is incorrect. Uh, also, that's not the fourth one. Okay. It's just chaos here now. This is from uh, <laughs> Elwood uh, Deadlight from Malbro. Uh, just some musings on the rejoinings. I- is there a finite amount of ether in the universe? Uh, I'm just wondering if, say, there may be multiple people on the same shard with the same soul, just different pieces of it. There's a... F- a finite number of living beings on uh, beings one shard could sustain, I'm sure. But I'm also sure that number is far greater than the number of Amoratine. Two, is there just one ethereal sea? Or are there shards of that too? Is that how Emmet was able to pull Arya Stola out of the sea and not anyone else's version of her? Maybe that's actually the reason for the rejoining. The ethereal pools are all separate as well. And that's actually what they're rejoining, along with the ether from the people who die. Three... Could a mundane way to make make it? Could a mundane, could a mundane make it to other shards such as the first by attuning themselves to their counterpart, provided that soul shard has manifested into a living being? Bonus question: Does Lucille remember his life from before the calamity? Did being regenerated from the ethereal sea bestow any new quirks or powers? I guess that's just like one point, like le- legacy players. Uh, well, let's start on the top. Interesting questions. Um, is there a finite amount of ether in the universe? 
That's a good question. It's like the energy thing. Like, mm. ether is like energy. You can never, like, energy can never be removed. And that's essentially yeah. what ether is, right? You cannot remove ether. It'll just dissipate and go back into the live stream, right? Yeah. Or the ethereal And scene. then reform into something new. Yeah. Um, I feel like it's not... I mean, maybe it is finite, but... I don't know. I feel like we have so many beings that have mm -hmm. large pools of ether that if they somehow didn't suck up all the ether already. <laughs> um, especially with things like dragons. Yeah. I feel like they're very, very strong. There's a finite number of living beings one shard can, could sustain, I'm sure. But I'm also sure that number is far greater than the number of a Moratine. Yeah. Ether, ether is energy. I think it's as easy as that. You cannot, mm. you cannot create ether, and you cannot remove ether. You can reuse ether. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, all right. Um, is there just what this one's interesting? Is there just one ethereal sea, or are there shards of that too? I think we've discussed, like, touched on this before the idea of the ethereal sea. Because if is, is the ethereal sea, we know that the ethereal sea isn't unique to the source because of what Emmett did, yeah. he pulled Yashtola yeah. out of the life stream, which is the ethereal sea essentially, right? So, yeah. That, I would say they're unique to every planet, yeah, yeah. Uh, or every shard, because it's. I mean, it makes sense. It's just the pool of ether that's yeah. floating around in the yeah. core or out or through everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't see how that could really be shared. Brings up some weird logic for me because we we've we've theorized, and I, a lot of people have theorized that the ethereal seas were Heidelin is dwelling. That implies some. So is the first ethereal sea? Is that just empty then? It's just the ethereal sea, and then there's no there's no being inside there. I mean, we don't even know if if Heidlin is actually in the ethereal sea. Just to clarify, but that's where it's theorized that mm -hmm. she is. It definitely has to be involved with it somehow, right? Yeah, it can't just be an entirely separate thing from her. Yeah, I I think she is very closely linked to the ethereal sea. I don't. But because the first is like a reflection and high limb is just one being, may, their ethereal sea might just be empty. It's just mm -hmm. an empty sea. Um, um, maybe she can jump around. That's her like teleport thing. Like she can jump into ethereal seas <laughs> of the different shards. Um, yeah. I don't know. Um, okay. Uh, could a mundane make it to another to other shards such as the first by attuning themselves to their counterpart, provided that soul shard has manifested into a living being? That's an so. out there question. I yeah. I I feel like if you're looking for a reason for one of your more mundane RP characters to do that, I think that would be a way to explain that lore, lore wise. Yeah. Uh, as for possibility of it, I mean, I. It's magic. You can do anything until it tells you you can't do anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This I don't is... think you can jam two different people <clears throat> together. The reason we were able to bring Graha back is because it was the same person. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. I don't think that's. 
I don't think that's possible. I think that would create some problems. Um, yeah. Uh, bonus question. Just really clearly remember his life from before the calamity. Did re being regenerated from the ethereal sea bestow any new tricks, uh, quirks, or powers? Don't think so. I think I think I think they remember their life from before the calamity. Uh, yeah. There's nothing implied. I think that they don't. Everyone else forgets who who we are at the beginning, which is very depressing. No, no one knows who we are, but uh, they do at the end. But I, it, it was never implied that we didn't know. No. So I think we came back just the way we were. Um, okay, there you go. That's uh, Mogmail. Um, remember, uh, that's the end of the show. Uh, thanks for watching, everyone. We'll be back next week uh, at, at our correct time slot, which is Saturday, uh, 8 p.m. BST, mm -hmm. uh, 3 p.m. EDT. Um, uh, remember to follow on Twitter at SpeakersXIV, twitch.tv slash speakersofheidlin, youtube.com slash speakersXIV, exclamation Discord in chat. If you want to join our Discord server, if you're watching on demand, links in the description. Uh, that's all. Send us Mogmail, speakersXIV.com slash Mogmail. Mm -hmm. Stay tuned if you're watching live, because we'll be going straight into the post-show. Uh, see you there. Goodbye. Goodbye. You've just listened to an episode of Speakers of Heidelin, produced by Speakers Network. Producer for this episode was Lukeel Bravestone. Final Fantasy and Final Fantasy XIV is a registered trademark of Square Enix Holding Company Limited. If you would like to support the show, consider pledging to our Patreon campaign at patreon.com speakersxiv or buy some merch at teespring.com stores slash speakersxiv. Link to both of these sites, as well as our Discord server, is provided in the episode description. Thank you for listening to this Speakers Network production.